Are you looking through the latest trends to come up with video ideas? Well, if not, maybe you should. Or not. Welcome to the Vlogpasters Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the Bill and Ted of digital ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. That's right, I am Joshua Verwers. And I'm Jared Brown, and this is episode 61 of the Vlog Pastors Podcast. And whether you are catching us on a video replay, catching us uh, in an audio replay, whatever, we just want to thank you so much for being here and joining us. And we want to remind you that if you want to help shape the conversation, you can do so every Wednesday at 1030 on the Vlog Pastors channel. Yep. Yep. And uh, today we are talking about how to find video ideas. Uh, And this is kind of a combination of two different questions that we got Uh, A couple weeks back, I threw out a Ask Me Anything on Instagram, Uh, Spencer Patton. He said, hey, you guys should talk about coming up with video ideas. And then uh, Pastor Joshua Putnam, he said, finding searchable topics within the ministry niche, not niche, niche, especially while not throwing negativity towards the latest Christian scandal. Mm. Uh, and I mean, I I don't know about you, Jared, but, uh, I can definitely, uh, feel the dilemma in that, that question from, uh, pastor Josh, because it was like, uh, so I see the competitors or maybe not competitive channels, but maybe complimentary channels. Cause they're still in, you know, the Christian ministry niche. Right. But it seems like everybody wants to just blast everybody else. And it's like, uh, I can't think of how to be positive on this platform. So let's just start calling out and rebuking everybody for things that maybe I don't have a full knowledge and understanding on because I don't really know them or know their heart. Or maybe it was a, a slip of the tongue, or maybe, um, they just interpret something different than I do. And I mean, heaven forbid that somebody else might know something or have a difference of opinion, ah, let's just blast them anyways, because negativity is where it's at. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true, man. Hey, it's the church, the church online. Mm. Let's do it. Because sometimes we want, forgive me for the crudeness, butts in seats and per capita giving. (laughs) And when you go online, we want eyeballs on us and we want your Patreon feed. You know, we want you to be clicking on there and supporting as we go. And the quickest way to do that is, and this is this is by professionals. We've been to conferences together, even where they say find a trending topic and cover it within the first twenty four hours. Yep. <laughs> the problem, as you well know, and I well know, there, there's not a whole lot of information in the first twenty four hours, especially if you're commenting on somebody else's life from across the globe, right? And you have any sort of insight into into what's happening there. Really, if you're a, you know, if you're a Christian and in particular, guys, if you're a pastor, those are things that we should probably be very, very cautious of just lofting yeah. our opinions from afar to say, we can talk in generalities, we can talk about uh, good ideas, and maybe there have been some channels that I've seen do that in a in a very cool way, but uh, you're, you're not wrong, man. I've, I was just looking this last week. When uh, that that Matt Chandler stuff, I know we, we've 
Yeah. Poor guy gets some play here, even on the vlog pastors channel. But, uh, but the guy is a public figure. And when he's going through whatever it is that he's going through, which I'm not even entirely sure I understand what is happening. I, within hours, the Christian community had broken the news and had formed the opinions and had already churned its own press cycle of the next newest yeah. late ed. Ask me how I know. How do you know? Because I watched <laughs> way too many of them. Why? It's effective. It you is know what? so effective. You're the problem. I you are the, the reason that, that Joshua and I, yes, Joshua and Joshua, are struggling to find video ideas about trending topics that don't just address the negativity because you're just feeding about. the negative beast. Um, <laughs> this is it. I need to just cancel them, cut them out of, cut them out of my culture. But man alive, it's like I, I do want to know what's going on, and nobody's talking yeah. about different things. And so it's like you can't. It's almost like a temptation to scroll past it and go, "Oh, there's some new information that came out about." Mm, maybe, you, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna click it. I'm gonna and find you know out what what I've almost almost thought about doing. <laughs> um, if it weren't for the fact that I just don't want that audience that would come for that, I've almost thought about creating a clickbait thumbnail and title based on like me being angry about the latest, you know, Christian scandal. And then in the first few seconds, be like, oh, if you thought I was going to call them out, go somewhere else because I want to praise them for everything they've done right. <laughs> and therein, like therein is the exchange that I think uh, we're all struggling with is, is that like, if you think about it, I'm not interested in these guys' channels. I, I don't care. I don't really care where they're going, what their mission is, what they're, what they're called to right now. I mean, you know, bless them, go for it. But like, I'm there to see a hot topic. And I guess like all of us, we, they're hoping that we'll stick around. We'll like their personality. We'll stick around and stay. I have no interest in that. I'm a worthless view. I'm going to stop by for 10 seconds, maybe see if you're talking about anything good. And then I'm going to click off. And I, I don't think, that's the type of viewership that you want long term. I think you yeah. want people who are interested in common common things. Like I think for for pastors and Christians out there, you're going to want to find people who are at least open. And I get we're not all in the same we're in the same stream as far as our beliefs or even as far as our audience that we're called to. Yeah. I get it. Uh, some of us can can stretch out a wider net like Mr. Beast, right? And you know, rake it in. But I, th I think for the long-term trajectory of our channels, I think we need to align with our Christian values and, and be a little bit slower, a little bit quicker to listen, a little bit slower to speak, kind of plan some things out. My own I says the guy who doesn't plan any, any video ever, which we can talk about later. Go ahead. Well, and so here's the other thing. We were just talking about this in the, the pre-show or the pre-pre-show, whichever show it was, about how uh, you don't like planning stuff out. You like to fly off the seat of your pants, um, yes. which I, I'm torn. Like that's how I operate, but doing it has, it brings me anxiety. Like I like to have a plan, but then I never follow through with the plan um, <laughs> because I just do whatever I feel like in any given moment anyways. And it's just a uh, oh, wretched man that I am. Um, but you were talking about <laughs> flying by the seat of your pants and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking trending topics should be perfect for you. Because you should be the one that are like hopping on the trends and be like, you know what? Here's my hot take. It's not going to be divisive. <laughs> Which yeah. 
okay, here's a thought. You and I went to one of those conferences, Video Marketing World. We were out there in Vegas together for that, or not Video Marketing World. It was uh, Grow With Video Live. And I remember in Vegas at Grow With Video Live, one of the things they did say is that you should wind up creating something that is divisive, like a hot button, um, culturally hot topic and your hot take on it. And I'm sitting here thinking, as I was thinking this through, as we were, you know, planning on doing this show, I'm like, you know what a hot take would be? Not being negative. Like if I'm a word of faith minister that would wind up actually praising a Baptist minister, which typically the Baptists and the word of faith, we get the most like butting heads, um, which is kind of crazy because there's so many crazy. Baptists yeah. inside our circles. We just call them yeah. Baptists all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's like, there's so much similarity in there and yet they're, it's so divisive because of that. Like what if I was actually just singing the praises of what somebody else is doing? Like, I thank God that they are out there and able to reach people that I otherwise couldn't because they're not as bouncing off the wall and scatterbrained as I am. And for a certain select people, they kind of receive from that well. Others will not. You know, that's where if we were to take that approach of just looking at that latest scandal, but not actually bringing down any negativity towards the person or any condemnation towards that. What if we as Christians didn't even address the person making the scandal, but rather the overall theme of the scandal and then flip it back on ourselves? I mean, because I sit there and I think about how Jesus really did that. They bring the latest scandal, the woman caught in adultery, and Jesus flips it right on the head of the audience that gathered around to see him ridicule her. And he says, Whoever looks at a woman and lusts after her has already committed adultery at heart. <laughs> and it was like, and then he uh, poses, whoops. he poses next to the scandalous woman, and he makes his YouTube faces of being surprised. And, right. I didn't condemn her. I. That's that's not <laughs> no what he did. No stone throwing here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we're in a different Should time for sure. Do? And we're reaching as many people as we possibly can. But from from my perspective, the game came to Jesus, and he was ready with a timely word. I mean, he he was he was seeking the Lord. He was walking in step with the Spirit. And here goes, um, you know, here goes crazy pants again. He's, he just happens to be living in a world, and he's documenting it. I I think you would have to because I I love what you're talking about, and I I, I hope that's what we're doing. But how do you market that? Being a having one foot in the marketing world, it's like, yeah, you're going to have to mention the scandal at some level in order to bait yeah. and switch. And to me, that that's where anybody watching switch. my channel ha has that has walked with me for a period of time. That is my one of my biggest struggle points. I cannot bait and switch. I've done it. It grinds on my being there was a uh we were talking about thumbnails a couple weeks ago yeah. and you're like hey li listen let me show you a couple of i'm well aware <laughs> i'm well aware that i've done those those baity switchy type things yeah. but i don't i don't know how we do this with integrity man i um sorry integrity being for yeah. me i don't want to entice you, you don't to want come to look expecting it yes come expecting a scandal Correct. because i'm not going to give you a scandal well that, and i think part of that is one of them, I think 
Why are they, why would people be expecting that? If you and I were to do this and we've talked, this is nothing new. Like you yeah. and I, we've been discussing that addressing culturally relevant trending topics from a biblical perspective without the negativity, but finding the redemptive quality that's in yep. there. And how do we encourage people rather than discourage them? How do we build them up rather than beat them down? We've been talking about that for years. Yep. We haven't quite dialed it in. We haven't figured it out. Um, and I think you and I are on the same page where it's like, we don't want to be deceptive, but why are people thinking that's the case? And I would say, and I'm, this is me thinking out loud right now, as we're, we're talking about this, just from things that are popping up. I think that people would expect us to address controversy and those trending hot button issues with negativity and bringing somebody down because that's what everybody else is doing. But from a biblical and a Christian perspective, we should not be asking what is everybody else doing and what do other people expect? We should be asking what is it that God wants us to do and what would he himself do in this scenario? And that's where I think coming back to a Jesus perspective on this, what were the Pharisees and the Sadducees wanting to do? They were wanting to judge her openly, plainly, put her on display and help build their following because of their righteousness. But Jesus came in and flipped the script. He's like, no, I'm not going to condemn her. Now go and sin no more. And I love the fact that we don't even know what her name was. He didn't even yeah. call her out. Like, now, how do we do that with the marketing aspect of it? I don't know yet. However, I think if it was a, something as simple as pastor reacts to Matt Chandler controversy or scandal or whatever it is, you know, whatever that searchable thing is. If I were to have done a video like that and then I'm responding to the controversy around it, I'm not going to beat him up. I'm not going to put him down. That's between him and everybody that is directly related and tied to this and obviously God. What I want to do is flip this on my own head. Could I fall into this? Could I lean into that? Absolutely, I could. Could anybody? Absolutely. So what do we do in that scenario? I think if that's the case, yes, they may be coming expecting one thing, but that's because what everybody else seems to keep giving them the exact same thing. It would be like almost an equivalent of, uh, okay, here, Iowa. Up until, I don't know, probably mid 2000s, if I was in Osceola and I wanted a taco, you know where I went? Taco Bell. And that was a taco. Oh, but that's oh. all I had to, for frame of reference, that's what it was. I mean, other than we do have tasty tacos in Des Moines, which is much better. But until we got an actual authentic Mexican restaurant in here, I didn't have a taco. And then until you start getting street tacos, like you don't even know what a taco is. Um, <laughs> and I realized that even that is still not going to be completely accurate to having one in Mexico, an authentic one. Now, the farther south I get, the closer it's going to be, obviously, and where that community is. So I go in expecting that this taco, whatever taco I get, is going to be a crispy, hard corn tortilla that is perfectly shaped with one little scoop of this, like, meat substitute thing, a little bit of lettuce, a little bit of cheese. That's a taco. However, when authenticity comes in, and the original comes in. What is it supposed to be like? It's supposed to be like this. 
I don't think there's actually going to be a hunger for positive, encouraging Christian content until people start feeding on it and they don't know what they actually need. I don't, I don't think we realize that. And maybe that's my hot take and maybe people will get upset for that, but there's so much negativity out there all the time. And it's like our world is craving for something that is encouraging, edifying, loving, redemptive, restorative. That's what the world needs. That's why Christ came. He didn't come to condemn us. He came to save us from our own condemnation. Like that's where I'm looking at the negative aspect of it and be like, you know what? Why don't I take some inspiration from those? If somebody's wanting to really hop on the trending topics, if that's what they're wanting to do. Now, if you don't want to jump on it, that's fine. But this will kind of get into how do you find ideas, trending topics, like what is trending? And I'll give you some practical here in a second, but trending topics would be one of the things. What is current? What is relevant? What are people looking for? What are people searching for? The church is silent in large part on a lot of these issues. And I think the church needs to be speaking up and saying, here is what you need to know. Here is what you should be thinking about. I mean, and I I look at what the apostle Paul says, what are we supposed to think about? Like the negative? No, the positive. Set your mind on things above. Yeah. And it's like, so if we're supposed to be doing that, how do we see the negative that's already out there? but then bring in that positive aspect. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of where I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking we can do that. And I think that the world wants it. I think the church wants it, but they don't realize they want it. If that makes sense. You know, it's kind of like oh, where we talked about how, um, what is that? Um, the, the passage, I want to say it's in Psalms and I'm completely botching this um, about how God gives us the desires of our heart. Well, yes, he gives us the desires of our heart but it's the desires that he places in our heart. Yeah. It's not our man-made desires, our selfish humanistic desires. It's those godly desires. So there is a desire and a want in the heart of the world for content that is encouraging, loving, edifying, uplifting, you know, the the praiseworthy, the beneficial. That's what I think they're wanting and needing. They just don't know it because they haven't tasted it. Like they've tasted it from the church. And that's why some people will go back to the church because they realize there's all this negativity. I need to find positivity in my life. But on YouTube, we're just so inundated with it that there's not enough people that are doing it. There are some, they're rare, they're hard to find. But what happens if we actually start letting them taste an authentic Mexican taco? (laughs) Dude, that's so well put. I I don't want to get away from this, this point that you made right now. That there is there is a hunger that people aren't even aware that they have. And I don't want to simplify it. People usually say, you know, there's a hole in your soul. But I, I think you said it, and I think we shouldn't even back off of it. I don't even think the church knows. I don't even think that church people, when they go online, realize what what they could be partaking of. Yeah. I, I think we go out there and we're looking for what in the scroll. Something, something that will catch our attention, keep us entertained, take our mind off of whatever. But what happens whenever they come across, and just to encourage our audience, what happens when they come across something real and living and that reaches through the screen and inspires and grips our hearts? And we realize that we're, we've made, we've, we've watched something that came from a heavenly origin 
and it's left a lasting impact on our hearts. We don't like you don't go back to scrolling after that. That changes lives. And so I, I think I think that's what you're saying. And I and I'm I don't want to miss the opportunity to underscore that I don't I don't believe we have seen that yet. I don't believe that Christians have um they're not out of the they're not out of the group that we're looking at. We're right. Listen. <laughs> They're not out that target audience that that we're talking about. I, I don't even think Christians have because whenever I talk to other believers who are on YouTube, Instagram, whatever, they they are not aware of what they're looking for. Yeah, and I think to limit it even down to negative negativity and positivity, that we're missing an element. They're looking yep. for that spirit piece that that man can't do, and that I think. A handful of creators, because even in these React channels, that's great. Even in even in the uh, you know the 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 good old boys sharing the scriptures, and don't get mad at me, don't get mad at me, Baptist. I believe in this. I believe in the holy scriptures. I do. But the the guy sitting at the book the bookcase and doing his thing, and he's giving a good teaching. Great, I, yes. But I'm talking about the guy sitting at the bookcase who's had a God moment, and he's sharing his heart. And what God has done in him, through him, in the world that he's seen, and the person who is scrolling and is finding just another devotional that they're going to turn on the side, yeah. but the Spirit then grips their heart, and they are living those that text and that experience with that person, with the Spirit. It's 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 other, and I don't. I just want to underline what you said, man. I don't even think we're aware that that's out there and that can be made. And I think it, nope. I think it needs to be made and promoted. We got to figure that out. Well, and I think that's because people don't know what they need or what they want. And be, that means they're not searching for it. They, they don't know. And, and keep in mind, I'm talking specifically on trends versus searchable content. We'll get into the searchable in a little bit, but uh, with the trending topics, that's one of the ways that you can find video ideas is the trending topics. And quite frankly, and I don't want to, Sound make it sound like we're beating up on our Baptist brethren by any means because they are so no. sti- such sticklers for the word and I love it. Uh, most of them are more studious about the word than I am, and that's just me being real. They are the Berean type that will search the scriptures to find out if it's so. And if anything, I think that they're the ones that they should really be kind of leaning in even more heavily right now about trying to get on with the um, like the trending topics because those trending topics, people are asking about this. People are wondering about what is it and what's going on with that. So when it comes to, you know, that type of uh, what does the Bible say? What is it talking about in, in this environment? I think because they have such a wealth of Bible literacy and knowledge, they can put in more. I think that there's just too often not just them, but other Christians on there that were using the scriptures to draw the negativity out and what was so wrong rather than to give us the warning and then the encouragement in it. And that's where I think Baptists especially are going to have that, that knowledge base to be able to do that. Um, so with the, that trends, I think it would be good for people to do that, to hop on those. I think it would be excellent for Christians to do that. If we started putting out more of that faith-filled, encouraging, uplifting, uh, taste and see the goodness of God, um, reactionary videos and information that is biblically based, scripturally rooted, and spirit led. 
Like those are the moments that I think are really going to start to transform people because then they're going to look and they're going to say, there is something different about this. And that's the other thing. Like if, if people want to get into the negativity, if that's the, the path they want, if they believe that God has called them to draw clear lines in the sands and to rebuke and to call out anybody on their mistakes, fine. You believe that's what you're for? Great. I just want to make sure that you're fully aware that you will reap what you sow. And so if that's the type of content that you're looking to put out there, that is the audience that you are going to receive. So do not be surprised when all of a sudden your audience starts ridiculing you, rebuking you, (laughs) calling you out on any little slip up that you've ever had. Uh, And that was, I mentioned earlier, listening to the interview with Anthony Padilla and Ryan Trahan. And Ryan Trahan was talking about prior to his um, conversion and him putting his faith in Christ, he was making a lot of negative reactionary type videos and he's deleted them all from his channel because he was ashamed of that person and he didn't like it. And he noticed that that was the audience that he was building up. People were sending him DMs after he would drop one of those videos and insulting him about the littlest things, about the way he looks, about how he walks, about hair and all these other things. You are so ugly and stupid and blah, blah, blah. That was the type of culture that he was creating because, hey, you're watching a video. This is how we interact. This is what we do together, right? We make fun of people. So I get to make fun of you. And that was the type of content. Now that he's completely flipped that on its head, now that he's given his life to Christ and he's trying to create redemptive videos, all of a sudden he does this penny series and people are sending him messages and leaving comments about how there were things that were happening that were life-changing to them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that's, I don't know about you, Jared, but that's the type of audience that I want in here. And I'm glad that we do have on our channels. Now, are we blowing up? No, but at some point it's like, speak for yourself. I'm, I'm set to break <laughs> even this month. I, I will lose as many subscribers as I will gain at current trajectory. Lord willing. We'll make a flat even. <laughs> so, but the, the audience that you have, like the uplifting, the encouraging stuff, the, you see the comments, you hear the comments and even people talking, you know, reach out to you about how, Hey, I needed this. I'm glad yeah. you made a video about this. Like that's the stuff that, because we experience God that way in our lives, we share that. And it's like just sharing it. That's the thing I think really what a lot of us should be doing is what are we taking in and start to put that out? Maybe that's actually why there's so much negative Christian content because that's all they're taking in. Um, I don't know. Well, it, I, there's a fine balance in this that we need to get to so we can bring you some value. Because you did ask a, a, a solid straight pointed Straight point of question. Um, there's best practices. And we have to find the line in that somewhere. There's best practices that have worked for other YouTubers. And it's just business standards in YouTube. Mm-hmm. Then there's what you, your own conscience and what the Lord is also speaking in. Your, your own individual mission and how all of that fits in your own creativity and finding the balance in all of that. I think we've we've tried to lay that out several times over in, you know, some of these episodes together that like there's a very real interactive relationship with Jesus in in 
where those boundaries are for us. Because there, there's a guy right now, he's I, he's got a formula. Let me just put it this way. He's got a formula for titles. I am terrible at titles. And so it's very, very tempting to go, oh, well, it says insert, you know, your problem here. And then tell them that it's the greatest answer to this solution of this, your problem. Yeah. In quotation marks goes here. And there's a balance in that, like, hey, the man has done his t- his study, his test. He's looked across all of YouTube. He's trying to lend you a resource. It is helpful. Uh, all right, you're going to take it. And, yep, I just ripped that straight off. I'm just now ripping titles off of this guy's page. And I'm not even asking anymore, like, Lord, who do you who do you want to – how would you like to shape this this title? Do you care, you know? Who yeah. who am I trying to reach in this? Who are you trying to reach in this? Like how that whole balance of of creativity with the Lord. Yeah, well, and I think there's there's an element of that that I mean it's good for us to ask those questions. I also think there's an element in there that um you know, I can I can honestly and I've seen this, like I've thought about this, I've prayed about this, and I've kind of felt like I heard God speaking to me saying, "Hey, Josh, I already gave you all of these resources. Why aren't you using them? And why do you come back to me when I already gave you this? Like, use what I've given you. Did he also say, hey, Josh, <laughs> narrow down the channels to three? Um, nope. That I have not heard yet. But like I said, <laughs> oh, wretched man that I am, I I know that that's, that's my own struggle. Um, but no, like, so I, I there is an element in that. And that's where the the... The titling and the thumbnail, I don't think we're going to have to come back on another episode on this because we don't spend nearly enough on that. Um, but I think that the to not completely discount this, the title and the thumbnail will help us with the ideation of the video. And really, it should be one of those first steps. Um, like, you know, I sit there and I think even in my sermon prep, and I know this is probably different for most people. Uh, I'll begin with the end in mind. Like, what's the the main message that God is wanting to give them? So this is it. How do I get them to want this? Like, I need them to pay attention during this message. Because if I've got to lay the groundwork to give them this is the solution, how are they going to know that, how are they going to want a solution if they don't even know there's a problem? And so it's like, I'm trying to give you a solution, but you don't even think that there is a problem. I need you to understand there is a problem. So now how do I get them to understand there's a problem? Well, you lay it out in such a way that it builds up to that. But before I can even get them to pay attention to me laying the case for there is a problem, I've got to hook them and I've got to catch them. It's the same thing that we're doing with, you know, YouTube videos. So where's the hook? But before the hook even takes place on a YouTube video, like one, we've got a captive audience at church. We already got them through the front door. The title and the thumbnail on YouTube is the front door. Like one, they've got to be able to see it from the side of the road, and then they've got to be willing to walk through that front door before they'll ever listen to the content. And that's the thing. It's like, I mean, what if our buildings, there was no signage and the building was all boarded up and it looked like it had been, you know, foreclosed on eight years ago. You know, we don't upkeep the grounds. We don't do anything. We don't take care of the... I'm not calling anybody specifically out. Actually, the whole signage was our church because we had a sign that blew over and I just kind of left it there. I'm like, I don't care. 
Um, but I had to go back through this. I mean, that was the opposite. God's like, hey, you care so much about the titles and thumbnails, but you don't care about the appearance of the building from the street. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't even know how to enter. Um, but that type of a thing, we got to take care of it. And so that's where I think looking at that, the title thumbnail will help with the idea aspect of it. Because even like with the sermons where I think about, okay, here's the solution. Here's the problem they don't know. How do I hook them to make them get to pay attention with the problem? They've got to listen through. So I need to get something that catches them. So when we're thinking about a trending topic, okay, so the trending topic is, you know, let's let's go ahead and actually here, I'll pull up an example. We'll walk through this live. Let's do that. Uh, Pulling through this live. I'm going to pull this up. Here's one of my greatest resources for finding trending topics. Wait, there were uh, some incredibly good Google looking trends. men on that last one. This is Google Trends. You know what this will tell you? What people are actually searching for. Uh, Aaron Judd, Jesse Powell, earthquake. Oh, hey, here, here's an earthquake. People are talking about earthquakes. Um, if I'm thinking about, you know, from a ministry perspective, earthquakes would be kind of an easy one that we could look at because... Um, an earthquake, apparently it was in Santa Rosa, California. I had no idea about this, but for those that are out in California, didn't realize. Prayers Stay that everybody safe. are safe. Um, but what happens with earthquakes and natural disasters? Like this would be a great thing that you could um, create something about. And maybe my point, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this. Okay, so there's an earthquake. Uh, obviously, any type of a natural disaster, what's the first thing that comes out with people? Fear. Okay, so what is the solution to fear? Love. Perfect love casts out fear. Okay, so that's the solution, but they've got to see the problem. How do I get a hook? Maybe it's something as simple as trying to think about um, a thumbnail and a thumbnail like where there's a globe and it's splitting in half. You know, like that's going to be eye popping. And then if I had a shocked and a fearful face on there, I'm conveying the emotion that many people watching it might be conveying with an earthquake. And then um, maybe because of a searching top or a trending and a searchable thing, uh, is this earthquake a sign of the end of the world? And then I can address it real quick. Hey, you might've heard there was a 4.4 magnitude earthquake, no major damage, but this seems to be ramping up all the time. Are these signs of the end times? You know, and that might be a quick little hook and then bring them in. But then you know, let them know. funny about that? Wanna... What? <laughs> you know exactly. He would never make this video. I will never make this video. Neither one of us would ever make this video because you know what kind of audience that attracts right there. You, you just got flooded with end times prophecy folks who are like well, majoring in yeah. the minor. But this is an example of how you can use... Yes. The trends. Google Don't Trends has got stuff. I have no idea what Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian are doing, but apparently. Yes. I'm making this video. Apparently. Now we're talking. Something to do with Target and a scarf. I have no idea. I don't know what this is, but maybe you start looking at it and you figure out what is this all about? Is there something that I can offer? Because obviously people are searching for it. I mean, and especially right here in the U.S., or football. You know, there's all of these different things that we could be looking at with trending topics. So Google Trends is a great place to start looking to try to get ideas if you're looking for video ideas. 
another trend. That was the number one Google, the number one search engine in the entire world. You know what the number two one is? It's YouTube. And uh, I'm in the way over here. But if you look at this explore button, if you click there on your desktop, and it will show you trending. And now you can start to see uh, what videos there are. Uh, hold on, I got to replace myself over here somewhere. These are trending videos that are on YouTube. And you can start to look and see what are people looking for? What are they, what is trending? What is building right now? Because there may be something on there that as it's building up, you can start to look and get an idea. Trending videos on YouTube start to capitalize on that stuff. So that may be something that you could look at. <laughs> unbelievable places on earth. I've got an unbelievable place not on earth. Let's talk about heaven today. Um, you know, you can start to do stuff like that. So Google trends, that's one of the big ones that you can start to use for, uh, trying to find one Google and YouTube. The trends are going to be a great thing, um, that you can just start to look through, see what's trending, what's popping off. Maybe there's something I can make out of that. So I wanted to give you guys some practicals on that as far as if you're looking for trending topics, but you're not quite sure what is trending and Conventional wisdom, you got to hop on it in the first 24 hours. Well, look, is it still trending? If it's still trending, people are still looking for it. They're still reading articles about it. They're still watching videos about it. So that's one that you could start to capitalize. And you do know that Google trends, when people are searching for stuff and it's a trending topic, as Google, you type something in, it obviously is going to start to pull any videos that are on there too. Uh, so that's something, keep in mind, could be helpful when coming up with video ideas. Hmm. How about we get to a few comments here and Let's then do, I want to talk about searchable. Okay. So if I roll back that. through here, uh, let's see. Um, oh, actually here was a good one. Uh, from the pulpit. Sometimes I acknowledge something that happens. This is John Hayes, but I don't fully respond for a few weeks afterwards. I think that's the other thing that is, is probably beneficial for uh, us as Christians. Like, and one of the reasons that I hold off on a lot of the trending things is because if I respond too fast, I don't think that I've let it bathe in prayer uh, enough. And so I want to make sure that I'm not just speaking what I want to speak or my first thoughts. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that it's that, that word in season, you know, it's the right timed word. So sometimes I'll hold off and that, I mean, that's my big issue. I've got, I've got lots of ideas that pop in on trending topics all the time but I won't do them because as soon as I have an idea, it's like, ah, I'm not quite sure I'm good with putting that out there yet. Let me hold off. And then I hold off and it's been four days and now yeah. it's not even trending. And it's like, well, whatever. I just won't make that video. Let's throw it in the trash. I think I did that twice last week, man. That's me. So I, I don't know if anybody else is uh, like bad with first impressions. I'm horrible with first impressions. So when I meet you for the first time, it's rare that I like you, probably. It's I just I have that weird exchange with folks, and my wife hates it. She's like, "I can't, that was a good dude. How come you didn't like him?" I'm like, "I don't know, shifty." And that that's that's my concern with uh, you know if I meet him later on, I, two and three times down the road, I'm like, "That's the best person I've ever met in my life." It just didn't. I don't know why we didn't click the first time. That that would be that's my concern for hot takes and trending topics. 
I'm afraid I would get something with little to no evidence or facts in, of what's actually going on. And then you, nobody wants to hear what my silly pea brain comes up with just off the cuff. I would much rather, like you're saying, I'd much rather let some of the, the facts sink in. And I would much rather bring it before the Lord and then have some sort of response. True. However, let me play Jared's advocate on this one. Oh, get out of here. Okay, I knew I didn't um, like you. I was right this, the first time. This one, living the gap, saying, Jared, you did talk a little bit about the Roe v. Wade a few videos back. Hey, and listen. it was listen. from a positive perspective, though, which John also says, yep. And he got me with his thumbnail on that one as well. Listen, <laughs> I, know, I know the sins that I've committed, all right? Let's just... That was one of those that that was one of those that got me that were I just I didn't feel like you could be if if we were silent the rocks would cry out that's all correct that's all but here's the other thing you didn't have to wait to respond to that because you already knew enough you had enough inside you already that you could respond right away on that and make sure that it was from a purely biblical spirit-led perspective where the Holy Spirit brings those things back to your remembrance. That's where that works. And that's where I will say that sometimes we can, and I'm speaking to myself here, sometimes we can start to make some of this content that is on trends. If we've already got the essence and the heart of God inside us and what he could or possibly would speak to somebody in this situation, it may not be the entirety of what he would speak, but it's part of what he would speak. Like you mm -hmm. can break down any of Jesus's examples. Use that woman at the well again, you know, or the woman caught in adultery that we were just talking about. Well, he spoke so many different things. He was addressing the woman, making sure that she knew what she had done was wrong, telling her to go and sin no more, making sure she didn't feel condemned, but also making sure that nobody else was bringing condemnation. They were like, Five different sermons that could have went in that that uh, same scene. So with that topic, with that trend that could have come up for us, maybe I can only effectively address one of them right now. Which, here's a caveat, if I can only address one right now, maybe I need a couple days to let it simmer before I can address the second thing that he might want to say on it. And maybe I need another week before I could address the third thing and now all of a sudden, this one trending topic just got me three videos that are bingeable and linked together. Just saying, maybe. Possible. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Calling saying, everyone preaches different. And I think this was yeah. about when we were talking about how, you know, different, even ministers, Christians on YouTube coming at it from a different perspective. And that's, that's not to say what we're saying is the end all be all. This is in direct response to one how we like to do things, how we think that things should be going forward for those that have a similar heart to us. And in response to uh, Joshua Putnam's question about that, you know, well, even, we're giving the encouragement. Even you, I would, I would imagine, preach differently than you used to. You oh, think differently 100%. than you used to. Same for me, man. Uh, yeah. I, can, I can pick on Baptist because I, I am, was one I don't yep. even know what I am anymore. You know, I'm I'm having an identity crisis in the faith, but like it, I, yeah. 
Yeah, it's all different. Everybody's different. We're uniquely encountered by the Lord, and we look different. We shouldn't look the same. We shouldn't preach yeah. the same. We shouldn't make the same videos. It's all going to come out in some variation of of different. But hopefully, like we were talking about before, the source is the same. For sure. Um, speaking of Joshua Putnam, he says, I've said many times that most people don't want what I'm giving them, even though they need it. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's the thing. I think that there's so many that want and need what it is that we're talking about, the uplifting, the encouraging, the praiseworthy, the honorable, the pure, that type of yeah. content, but they just never receive from it. They've never taken it in, especially on YouTube, you know, in a video format, that's not what they get. Uh, they're typically getting people condemning somebody about something or calling them out about something, whether it's another Christian or whether it's a politician like we've got to ridicule somebody, don't we? Uh, so that's kind of what they're receiving. So it's all they ever know. It is the Taco Bell tacos. Uh, <laughs> John A is saying, lay out of our church is a maze when you get into the sanctuary <laughs> and then make it more difficult to find the way back to the parking lot. <laughs> but definitely a captive audience. Uh, <laughs> they got to really want to be there. I love that. Yeah, that would get work your way in. Uh, who didn't have to answer end time questions, though, when Russia, Ukraine started? Fair enough. Fair enough. He did say responding on Roe v. Wade was more telling people the battle wasn't over on the issues. It just moved from the nation national to the individual states. Mm. Um, yeah. So good thing. Um, living the gaps and I still have it on my heart to address uh, the abortion topic, but Roe v. Wade overturning would have been the best time to do that. So I missed the timing on that. Um, I don't know. It's it's still relevant yes because and no. Yeah, Lindsey Graham's kind of kind of firing that back up again. So you can yeah, it's, it's and still I will fresh. say yes and no for one specific reason, and this will bring us into the next little segue on how you can find searchable topics. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna listen today. Searchable Carry topics. On. If you've never seen this website, it is called Answer the Public. Okay. Answerthepublic.com. It says right here, you can discover what people says. So just to try it out beforehand, I typed in because it says, uh, enter a topic, brand, or product. Use one to two words for best results. Two words. Bible says. Why? Because we're pastors and people want to know what the Bible says, or maybe they want to know what the Bible says. And all of a sudden, this thing gave us a year's worth of ideas and results on what the Bible says. And you start to scroll through here, and I know this is going to be tricky, and it's not the the greatest thing as if you're watching this. Um, but in or specifically, what am I looking here, at? This is the Bible says at the center, and it's got a person like answer the public. These are questions: where, how, when, who, are, which, will, what, why, can, all of that with using Bible says. So if I go over here to let's say a uh, a how. On this thing, it's saying what Bible says about fear, what the Bible says about prayer, what the Bible says about forgiveness, about death, about tattoos, about divorce, about love, about marriage. Guess what? That is all stuff that they are searching. This is what the public is looking for about there. And so you can start to see there and there are things. I think there was one that I looked earlier. Um, when? When does the Bible say life begins? 
Uh, apparently, people are searching Ooh. for that, so I think you can still create a Roe v. I Wade think there. You're good. Thing. I you know, think you're all good. All of a sudden. Uh, so, why does God say we? Uh, what scripture says put God first? What does the Bible say about not reading the Bible? <laughs> like, <laughs> there are tons of ideas on here. Like, another what? Uh, what the Bible says about love. Um, what the Bible says about tattoos. I'm going to leave the other ones alone for a second. Why does God tell us to wait? Uh, can the Bible be changed? Do not eat Bible verse. Is it a sin to not read your Bible? Are Bible verses good? Like, this is just answer the public. And you can type in two little words, and it will give you a bunch of different results. So this is, they do have a paid version where you can get a whole lot more. You can wind up saving things on there. Um, or you can just wind up doing this one where it's even free to just kind of pop in there. Answerthepublic.com, great resource. Another great resource, uh, y'all know, I think I've mentioned it a time or 50 that I'm a big fan of TubeBuddy. Uh, so I've got the TubeBuddy. It's a free browser plugin that you can use. And apparently I'm rescaling Jared there for a second while we're live. I'm now bigger, um, more real but estate. There's a free browser plugin that you can do. And one of the things that you can check out, if I go over here into my YouTube studio and I'm going to actually, let's go to the analytics over on the right. It's going to tell me where my top videos are. We'll go back to this fear not, uh, it's the fear not Isaiah 41.10 that I did a while back. Uh, if I go into the details, and you may not see this, but on the left side, you've got details on this thing. I Look love the this. Details. You can scroll this is his... down. The, the one that just keeps popping off. The one that pops off and it's you sitting at the desk. I love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you scroll down. So here's another way to look at video ideas. You can look, TubeBuddy's got this tag tool that they have and a recommended tags that you can consider for adding. So some of those, look at which ones are trending, look ones, which ones are there. And you can start to look, they'll even wind up ranking them. You know, so uh, worship songs, apparently there's 10. Here's a daily devotional. There's 44 is where it's ranking. You know, it says that I could be ranking for that. Uh, a Bible study for kids, Bible study tips, Bible study methods. Um, all of a sudden here, kids worship dance, like there are all of these different ones and it'll even give you like a keyword score that you can start looking for. Uh, oh, Hey, there's a great keyword score daily devotional for today. Like maybe that's a video that you could do. And this is something that you can use because these are searchable terms that they're coming up and it'll even show on here. You can click a search traffic and it'll start to show you where the search traffic is at. So even one here, fear not for I am with you. People are looking for that one. Apparently I don't have that added in here. So I'm just going to click this little plus sign and add that to my tags. So maybe it'll start to pick that one up. But these are other ideas that you can start looking through uh, to try to get some other ideas. Overcoming fear and anxiety sermon. Well, guess what, vlog pastors? If you've created a sermon about overcoming fear and anxiety, maybe do a little vlog talking about how you did a sermon about that. And then you link that sermon into the vlog so people can watch that as well. Like this is just a couple quick ways of looking up and finding them. Uh, not to mention there's other things using TubeBuddy you can do like keyword explorers. Um, and sometimes you can even just go over to Google. And if you type on Google, let's type, uh, we'll do, what were we saying? Uh, Bible says, right? 
And so all of a sudden, Google's going to even bring up their Bible says about marriage, Bible says about tattoos, Bible says about divorce, Bible says to judge righteously, Bible says about love, Bible says about forgiveness. Guess what? Google's got a bunch of ideas for you that it's trying to auto-populate. This is just some of the way that you can really start to capitalize on searchable content, what people are actually looking for, what they are searching for on YouTube, on Google. And with doing that, it's going to give you a bunch of fresh ideas. So this is part of the way that I do come up with ideas and I have too many ideas because I'll just be looking through my tube buddy. I'll be scrolling through to check the analytics on like that last one, you know, the one where I'm just sitting there, sitting at the desk and I'm like, hey, I wonder how that thing's doing. Oh, guess what? It's actually doing pretty well. Um, you know, so that's the thing. I'll start looking through that stuff and see, yep, this is, it's, it's still growing. It's not dying off. I'm still getting subscribers every single month from that thing. Thank you very much. You know, that's the thing. When I look through it, I'm like, okay, can I make a follow-up video on this? Is there something that's a little spinoff on it? Maybe that's an idea. And maybe this time I don't sit behind a desk the whole time. (laughs) So those are some of the ideas. Or if I'm just searching something in YouTube and half the time I come up with the searchable ideas that I never wind up making, by the way, but I find them and I'm like, oh, this would make a great video idea. You know when? Because I'm studying for my sermon and it was like, oh, wait, what's that one verse? And I can't remember what it was. And so I'll just type into, and all of a sudden it's pulling up what the Bible says about And then it's got 50 different ideas that it tries to give me. Oh, hey, there's some good ideas. So searchable. There's there's a way. And that is something that people are searching for. And because that's not a trending thing they're searching for, that becomes much easier for us to put a positive rather than a negative spin on it. Because a lot of times when people are looking for that, they are looking for some more of that stuff. Now, yeah, you can get into what the Bible says about tattoos and be careful. You might get a, the audience you don't want on some of that stuff, but depending on your approach, depending on your interpretation, depending on your belief on it, you might get the right audience. So those are just some quick ideas on searchable. What do you think about that, Jared? (laughs) Planning? What? No, uh, say it's not so. Uh, Here's what I do. Obviously (laughs) it's working swimmingly well. So uh, it it really is, though, as, as far as like for work-life balance, sanity reasons with me, I'm a vlogger. So if this doesn't, if you're not a vlogger, if you're not into that sort of uh, inspertainment, I guess is what Joshua's been <laughs> phrasing it as. If you're not into that, then you're, you need to go ahead and skip forward to where, where we take some questions here in a minute. But um, man, I am walking out life. And as I'm walking out life, Things stand out, either in something that Jesse and I are about to face, are currently facing, something that happens in a day, and it can be something that, you know, like a like something gets stuck in your craw that you kind of have to process with the Lord that becomes, you know, something that your friends kind of resonate with, or people that you're walking out life with, they're, they're like, hey, yeah, what, whatever happened with that? And those are the video ideas that, that kind of come to the surface, and the only planning I will say recently has been uh, Joshua said, "Hey, here's a match with Finding God each day with the series," and 
I haven't been drilling down on titles and concepts and ideas. I've just kind of been doing that thing that I've just explained to you guys. We walk out life. If something sticks in our crawl or if something inspires us, then we assume that it is uh, interesting or inspiring to somebody else. And therefore, we make a video around it and how we've interacted with it in a vlog style type sense. But whenever Joshua said, hey, here's a term. I took Ryan Trahan's approach to a series where he took a term that was searchable that might impact people and then he camped on it. This term, <laughs> day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six. Well, we found when we were looking, it was like a hundred percent match. Isn't that right? Yeah. Whenever we were looking at it. Yeah, it was well, insane. It was an insane match. And I thought, well, that's gotta be a God match. If it's a hundred out of a hundred, I'm doing it. <laughs> Since then, I don't know if you've looked at it since then. I'm like a 59% match for that. And a little less than like 10% of my views come from searchable terms anyway. So it's just absolutely a non-factor as far yeah. as keyword research and stuff. But ideas, um, ideas are, I'm, I'm trying to keep it entertaining for me. Longevity wise, I'm five years plus into this YouTube thing. And so, um, I just want to make content that challenges me, and uh, I assume that if it challenges me, then it's challenging to an audience that would be fun to walk life out with. So uh, you're gonna, if that is your mode, modus operandi, get prepared to not grow, be frustrated, grow slowly, all the other nonsense that doesn't really matter, but have a blast with the, and have deep connections with the people that you're, you're making stuff for because you're, you're actively walking out what they are finding entertaining or inspirational. Yeah. So, and along that lines on the searchable stuff, here's the other thing that you need to keep in mind with searchable content, searchable content it will typically grow the audience over time. It doesn't happen right out the gate, at least in my experience and from what I've seen out of others. Um, <clears throat> so this, this same video as an example, you can look at this like here we're at, okay, 400 views in the first 176 days. It took six months to get there, okay? And then it starts to ramp, ramp up just a little bit to get to about this point. We're over a year and it's now hit 2000, but now here we are at how many years later, almost going on four years. I think it'll be next February or something. That'll be four years. And now it's at 16,000, but this one is a lot of, if I remember right, it is a lot of search on that and I can double check it. Yeah, here you go. So my number one traffic source is YouTube search. And then if you want to know what are people searching for? Here's the YouTube search terms. I'll give this away. Make your own video on it if you feel like it. I don't really care. 18.8% um, coming straight from Isaiah 41.10 without a colon. 9.5% from Isaiah 41.10 with a colon. And only less than 1% of fear not for I am with you. But that's essentially the search terms that they're providing. You can check all the search terms right here if you're watching this uh, and see how many views are actually happening. Pause it. Refresh it do whatever you feel like with it. But this is over time, it's getting videos. People are searching for it over time. It just happens over time. Uh, and I was pulling this up, Jared, on yours, just to use the video lytics on it. Um, I know that guy. Wait, wait, yeah. I know him. And this was that finding God each day. 
and finding God every day, you're ranking there on that one, finding God for 30 days and 30 days of finding God. So you are ranking on that. There's probably just not as many searching for it right now, but that should give you hope because it will wind up coming. Uh, I'm fully confident in that, that this one is going to be one of those slow burners that's going to happen. Uh, and prayerfully, hopefully prayerfully, I'm believing that this series in and itself, it's going to be bingeable type content. So as people are slowly searching for that, they're going to get the first one. And then they're going to be like, wait, he's doing a whole series on this. We can start watching more. Now, obviously diminishing returns from those that are watching it, but you've got a lot of content there that are really going to help people. Um, that's the thing with searchable content. It does become a little bit trickier with the, than the trends. Trends are like, man, it'll, if YouTube gets a hold of it, if you've got that thumbnail, if you've got the audience retention, so they're looking at the, uh, the view duration, they're looking at your click through rate and it's on a trending topic. They're going to push that. They're going to promote it. It's going to blow up. Um, but it's trying to find all that and how that hits on trending. It's one thing searchable. It's another searchable is that long, slow burn. Uh, it's like the difference between putting, you know, ethanol in a vehicle or running it on diesel. You know, one's going to give you the speed. One's going to fire hot right out the gate. The other one's going to be the long, slow burn of it. Um, I got one other thought. I wanted to give a couple other tips just for finding searchable content here that I had kind of wrote down. Um, and these are two that you can check. And this is, you can check YouTube one on your own comments. Look at the comments that people are leaving because mm -hmm. sometimes they're asking a clarifying question. So if you have something and they're saying, Hey, how would you do this? Or what would you do in this scenario? Or I'm going through this and I'm struggling with that. That's a great opportunity for you to see that clarifying statement or the clarifying question and create a separate video on just that, you know, just give your thoughts on that to go a little bit deeper. Um, Another one is look at the comments section, not of your own channel, but of others in your niche. So you could look at my channel. Maybe there's a comment that you saw when you were flipping through on mine or on Jared's or here on the vlog pastors channel that you saw something that we didn't catch. We didn't respond to, even if we did respond to it and just find it, use it. Maybe mm -hmm. it's other ministers that you're saying, you know, where it is reaction based and it is a hot trending topic, but all of a sudden, you know, there's 50 different people saying, I wish you would have addressed this. I wish you would have addressed this. Well, maybe it's time for you to then address this for somebody else's. So that's a couple things. And while I'm talking about niche, here's an idea to try to get us out of our, I think sometimes we become so ministry focused when we're talking about in the Christian ministry niche. Well, maybe we need to think what is ministry about? And what is the broad scale of our ministry? So if as a five-fold minister, it's to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry, to help encourage and build up believers, what are some other things that they're looking for that might help? Maybe I just start stop looking in just the Christian niche, and maybe I start looking in inspiration, motivation. Maybe it's something that is like, a wellness type of a thing. And maybe there's a broader search out there and a broader niche that all of a sudden they're doing things that are answering. And one of the things I've been seeing a lot is people talking in the last couple of years, especially about, um, you know, mental health. And so come on, like we're the body of Christ. 
We've got the God who heals. Uh, you want to talk about mental health? Like we've got direct line to the best answer and the best solution. So maybe there are something that they're doing. Check some of those. Maybe they've got a, you know, how to deal with the mental struggle about this or this, overcoming this or that. That might be an option for us to look in there. So that's just a few things that we can do when you're kind of looking around in things that isn't trending and it's not searchable, but you can look in your own comments, comments of others, or take your niche and just go a little bit broader. Might help to give you some more video ideas. Thoughts? All right, you ready for me to give you one more thought? This one's for pastors in, in particular. You ready? Pastors in particular, we like having our three-point sermons, so we think our three-point sermons, if we're going to make a vlog out of that, it needs to have three points. Well, if you just focus on one point, now you've got three vlogs. Anywho, there's an extra little nugget. <laughs> like, because sometimes it's just... And honestly, hey, if you're using a personal illustration, now all of a sudden you've got three points and a prose. Um, <laughs> you can you can use your illustration as a completely separate video. And because they all tie together in this one big sermon, now all of a sudden you've got bite-sized digestible content for people that don't want a huge feast. They just want a snack. Let them snack on it. And the comments aren't just restricted to below the video. If you're, if you happen to be a pastor preacher type person, when you come down and somebody yeah. says, "Oh, I love it when you were talking about," and you're like, "I never said that." We tease about that all the time, <laughs> right? But sometimes they're really good, and you're like, "Oh, I never said that," but that is, yeah. that's a good piece that ties in. Or you could even, I mean, there's so many video ideas here, but you could even refute. You know, say maybe it's something yep. that that you wanted to expound on with that person. And you're just like, yeah, I'll just make a video about that. You could, those are, those are good ideas as well. And I think I did that. Like I made, I've done, I think two videos on modesty. And the second one was basically just saying I've changed my position on it. I think I might have to do a third one and say, I changed my position again. Um, <laughs> it's just like, uh, why not? I mean, if I'm going to criticize anybody on the internet, I'm going to focus on myself first. I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm the easiest target. So. Well, even if, if you're not a pastor and you just happen to listen to a sermon and you had questions whenever you were listening to that sermon, those are video ideas. Yeah. Yep, for sure. All right. Uh, let's get a couple other comments and then we will sign out from here. Um, pastor Jeffrey Calling saying uh, they want pastors to sugarcoat sermons. I don't sugarcoat my sermons. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the other thing. I think it's knowing your... Um, knowing who you are, who God's, you know, created you to be and predestined you to be. I think there's a way of, uh, not pulling any punches and giving the unadulterated, unsugarcoated word of truth, um, in both a negative and a positive because the word is truth. And we're also told that we can speak the truth and love. So that's the thing I think like with a lot of them out there, um, there's not, there's a ton that are, are speaking and preaching and recording videos about the truth. I'm not saying they're lying by any means. Uh, I'm just not seeing as much love as I think there ought to be. Uh, and that's a difficult thing. I think there's a reason that that clarifying statement was put in there. Uh, Living the Gap saying, my YouVersion Bible app video is the only one that I've been able to get many views from search. I wish I had done a better job on it. Uh, redo it. Do a follow-up. Oh, my brother... 
give them give you one more. I would might bought, actually do one on that. I went to Hobby Lobby and I bought a, a deck of daily devotional inspirational quote type things, right? Mm-hmm. I just day one it and I went to TikTok for a while. I made like a separate little TikTok channel thing and just put them on there just to see what would happen daily if if that was a thing. That's a thing, man. There's yeah. a daily there's a daily quote of inspiration tied to a Bible verse, and then whatever came after, whatever inspiration came after to my mind was what was where the TikTok video. Yep. And it was a grand total of minute and a half, whatever, given on depending on the, the you know how long you talked about it, but right. Yeah, there's. Investment. I mean, there's people looking and wanting everything. I think <laughs> the big thing is that some people just don't know what they want, um, and that may be the ultimate key. I, I think. You know, maybe signing off with a final thought on here uh, to quote my uh, good friend, Jared, who had encouraged me some time ago um, and hopefully to encourage you all, because this was not just a quote from him. It was a quote from the Bible. Don't grow weary in doing good. Don't give up, guys. Uh, There is a lot of people out there in the old interwebs that need the message that we have that need our voices speaking in this dark world. Don't give up. Keep doing it. Keep sticking to it. Uh, and keep trying to just get a little bit better each time. Try to figure out how to polish up just a little bit more. Uh, if you guys have got any questions that you want the blog pastors to address uh, in future episodes, uh, we're pretty much open book. So you can talk about this, that, or the other thing. We don't really care if it has to do with vlogging, Absolutely. if it has to do with pastoring, if it has to do with vlog pastoring or it just has to do with uh being a human being in this world who loves to follow jesus uh we're up we're game for it so make sure you leave us a message you can drop it on any of our social channels jared at jared and jesse usually with a couple periods in there (laughs) (laughs) right jared dot and dot jesse no, no, just jared and jesse i don't even i don't even remember anymore it's like jared you don't even remember anymore dot and i don't go there Trying to stop. I'm trying to quit. Hey, just check the links in the description below. I'm sure Do we've got something step. somewhere. Jared.and.jesse. That's what I said. That's what you said. You can Good find summer. him. Jesse. Jared spelled J-A-R-R-O-D. And Jesse with an I-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, me, good luck trying to spell my name, but you can find me everywhere. That's it. Until next time, stay blessed. Enjoy God's best. Have a fantastic week.